I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome. Yes, it's Tinless Tuesday for Round 21 on the Insight Podcast Network. We are proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze today. I'm your host, the Super Coast Matrix, flying solo. Brano's a bit bedridden, so I, along with the viewers, will unpack all all the round 21 ins and outs, the origin players to target for this run home, trades and captains, and of course, answering all your questions along the way. Um, Please support the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit like and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or Google, uh, please hit follow and leave us a review. Uh, last week, I scored 12.56 after updates, and uh, Brimo gave us a real uh, going over uh, by not playing that last game. I see on uh, on Instagram that he didn't even travel with the team, so turns out he should have just told us that he wasn't playing. I am down 356 spots, uh, down to 5,400. Um we're sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. Uh, use code INSIGHT15 to get 15% off. Uh, plenty of great products like the 4-in-1, like their Standard Squeeze bottles, which make sure you get the perfect nip to pour responsibly. And I suppose drink responsibly. Um, a few questions coming in. Uh, NJB, how many polar bears did I knock off for that jacket? Look, yeah. Yeah, I've just got to bring a bit of drip sometimes. I'm flying solo today, mate. Um, Troy hopes that Braino gets better soon. And he scored 13.20 last week, Captain Manu and not Ponga. Uh, and he is nudging the 10K after being about 30,000 spots down just five weeks ago. Our Squeeze of the Week winner this week goes out to subscriber, Coach of the Spoons. Uh, reach out to us on socials, mate, and uh, we will get you a standard squeeze pack or a four-in-one. He scored 1,501 points last week, 
And our leader of the pack is still Tim, coach of the lane train, who is now 67th overall. Uh, I suppose we just first up have to start leading into the games. And, um, yeah, on Thursday night, I like to call this the toilet bowl because uh, we have the Dragons versus the Tigers. Uh, there's a massive host of ins for the Dragons. We've got Ben Hunt back. We've got Jack Bird named on the bench after a really long stint out. Not super relevant, but it might be worth just chucking in a uh, a little waiver wire pickup for uh, him in draft. He's named on the bench, but can be really handy with that jewel. Uh, centre wing and second row forward for that. Tyrell Sloan is back um, if you're still holding him for whatever reason. And uh, Dane Laurie's named. Nofaluma is back. And Will Smith drops out. I suppose the talking points this week is, is Bateman or Ipapa Keeper. Um, IPAP, after getting a few attacking stats last week, uh, finished on a 74, and Bateman's been scoring in and around that 60 or 70 most weeks. Uh, yeah, warrants being able to get, um, being able to keep him. Um, on Friday, we have the Warriors versus the Raiders at Go Media Stadium in Auckland. We have Nia Kore back. We have Barnett pushed to the bench with that. Uh, we have Big Red and Josh Papalihi back in a big boost for the Raiders. Um, yeah, I expect this to be a fantastic game, to be completely honest. But I suppose the big talking point here is Sean Johnson. Um, can you play him? Can you keep him for the run home? So Sean Johnson sitting at, at 730K, had a massive score last week in about 62 minutes and being benched, I suppose, the last 18 minutes of the game. Mate, he can be a little bit rocks or diamonds uh, having that low floor. We've seen him score, I don't know, in the 20s during the year. But realistically, uh, much like Moses, he does have that low floor, but he does play five of the six Worst defences in the comp on the run home. I suppose we're going to be looking at Cleary. We're going to have a chat about him a little bit later on. Um, but I think you can run Sean Johnson on the way home as a little bit of a pod. A lot of players are going to be looking for that Nico Cleary. And I suppose if you're right up there and scared not to do it, um, there's complete and utter merit to that. That's probably the way that I'm going to look to go. But... Look, after not having that much confidence in Moses, I think SJ could be a really nice pivot. He just showed how good he was last week against, I suppose, a a good Sharks team. Um, the Raiders will be good again this week. So this is probably one of the harder harder games for him. Um, but, yeah, you can play him plug and play most weeks. Uh, let's have a look in the comments. We have Troy Vickers uh, selling Robson to Grant and holding Nicarima. Hey, that's a big call. I really like it. Nicarima obviously won't play this week, uh, but Robson's done nothing special realistically. Um, just really love getting in Harry Grant for the run home. We'll have a bit more of a chat about him a bit later on as well. Uh, Mark in the chat scored 1266, down 150 spots to 697 overall. Yeah, you say it's a tough week, but I suppose at 1266, you didn't have a fantastic week and you sort of held ground. I think this week will be another moving week, Mark. So, um, yeah, big trades this week. Hopefully you've got a few up your sleeve. Um, 
start posting what you what you're thinking to do with these these trades. Maybe a bit of a um, a bit of background is mentioning how many trades you have left because um, that's super important this time of the year as well. Uh, Paul, yeah, man, he is going to be running SJ as well. Uh, I think it's a big pod play and it could really pay off. Uh, NJB is going early on Latrell and Cleary. There's some big break-evens coming back from injuries, but keepers for the run home. I do actually really like the Rabbitohs draw um, on the way home. Just, I'm super scared not to have him. He won't play round 26, but I think by this point, we're going to have the depth in all of our teams that we're going to be confident just to sit Latrell that week. The Rabbitohs might be fighting for a... um, I nearly said playoff spot, but a top eight spot or uh, or positioning there in the top eight. So there's a big chance Luttrell plays round 27 as well. Um, I think that they're both keepers for the run home. Um, Cleary giving that extra week, I'm a little bit more confident in getting him in. I think he's got 156 break even. And against the Doggies this week, he's a chance of covering that. He's actually more than a chance of covering that. Um, Paul has got four trades left and thinking Hass this week. We'll have a bit more of a chat about Payne Hass in the next game. Um, and James Gowing is going to hold off on buying Cleary as he's five and a half thousand short if he sells F- SJ. I suppose, again, mentioning that big break even for Cleary, there is a chance he drops down a little bit. But I think with SJ's, I think it's about a 20 break even. He's definitely going to get above that 5,005. Uh, I suppose that uh, that break even uh, to boost up that five thousand five hundred dollars and hopefully be that excellent stepping stone into Cleary. And I suppose it's good getting another look at Cleary because we know that there's about a um, uh, fifteen to twenty percent re-injury risk uh, as he comes back. I'm a little bit more confident in Cleary due to the fact that he got rested against the Dolphins last week and didn't come back early. Uh, the next game on Friday night, uh, one that I'll be hanging out for, is the Rabbitohs versus Broncos, 8 o'clock at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Honestly, I could talk about this game for Supercoach all day. At fullback, we've got Trell Mitt, we've got the great Latrell and Reese Walsh back. Both guys that you could plug and play at fullback for the run home. We do have a buy each to worry about them. We've got a buy in round 25 for Reese Walsh and a buy in round 26 for Latrell Mitchell. Um, Renault's named uh, despite injuring his hand last week. Uh, Broncos get another boost in Carrigan and Payne Haas. Some of their origin players are coming back, but all of South's origin players are back, plus Campbell Graham, uh, which is a big list of ins for them by the time you go through. You know, Cameron Murray, now that Cody Walker got named. Uh, you've got Damien Cook coming back. Uh, you've actually got Jai Arrow um, coming back this week as well. You've got Keon Colomitangi. I tell you what, they're just going to be a completely different team last week. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a big um, a big match for the Broncos. It's actually – look, I probably expect the Rabbitohs to be a little bit rusty. I expect Trell Mitt to be a little bit rusty. Um, Jai Arrow's coming back from – what's he had? Four or five weeks off as well. Yeah, look, it should still be a really good game. Um, hopefully, all oh, well, not hopefully for me, but all these Blues are going to get a bit of a boost after, um, after I suppose, winning the battle of, of Game 3 despite losing the war there. Um, Tane Milne uh, pushes out Supercoach favourite Richie Kenner and Tyrone Munro um, 
look, he was seen limping around a little bit after last game. I sort of expect that the that he sort of didn't uh, get named due to injury, um, which is why we're seeing Tane Milne there. Is it panic stations for owners? Not really. He could have actually been a little bit of a um, an AE nightmare there on the on that wing because Luttrell favours that left-hand side with Alex Johnson um, now that he's back. And, um, yeah, I'm actually really happy to see him out as an owner, uh, but I do expect him to play further towards the back end. Uh, didn't look like too much. Uh, hopefully he's back in a couple of weeks. Or Tane Milne solidifies his spot and drops out completely. Um, I... I hate playing Alex Johnson against the Broncos because they have been the premier defensive team, I suppose, all year. And he only scored like 18 last time he played him. That was the week I got him um, towards the start of the year. Realistically, you wouldn't really want to be playing him. But now with Latrell Mitchell back, that is the side that he favours. I'm keeping Alex Johnston. Uh, I'm just not going to be playing him this week against the Broncos. At 500k, he's a bloke that you can select to start and sit on matchups, and Broncos are a bad matchup for him. Uh, even with Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker back this week. Uh, let's have a look at what we've got. Um, Troy Vickers has six trades left. Uh, he's moving Blake Wilson to Yo next week. Um Really like that. Um, Yo seems like a keeper and a bit of a steady Eddie, and you can expect uh, 60 to 70 from him most weeks. Uh, Mark has eight trades and two boosts. Saved it for post-origin. This is why we're here. This is actually one of the biggest shows of the year, realistically, uh, with all these players coming back. Um, he's going to get Cleary and Munster this week. I uh, would love to get Trell, but using uh, Chansey and Garrick at fullback at the moment. Look, I think, realistically, you'd want to move somebody else back into uh, the centre wing, keep Chansey, keep Garrick, and get Luttrell uh, in there at fullback. That sounds sounds ripper. Those couple of boosts will be really handy down the track. Um, a bit uh, surprised that you're not looking at using the boost this week. Um, but, yeah, Cleary and Munster in this week. Uh, don't, don't hate that. Will Cotter start getting more involvement now that Origin's done? He's been pretty ordinary. Uh, and you can move Tohu up and get Yo that way instead. Look, Cotter's one of those blokes that is a really good player, and I did expect more, and probably more on the back of Cowboys being ordinary early. I jumped ship uh, really early in the season, but I just he just hasn't been getting those attacking stats this, this year. It hasn't been where they've attacked. They've got... You know, I suppose Talagi involved. They've got Val involved. Uh, they get Nanai involved. They just don't really use Cotter that much in attack. Um, yeah, look, I'd be looking at moving Tohu up. Uh, Tohu is definitely not somebody that you would be looking at moving this week. I um, I got a couple DMs during the week um, due to the fact that he only played 36 minutes. They were just absolutely pumping the eels. And, uh, yeah, the big dog um, at 33 years of age got a little bit of a rest earn himself an early mark, and I believe they would have brought him back if uh, if they're in any sort of danger of losing that lead. Uh, Paul is thinking of trading Ronnie for someone. Uh, he could go to Teddy Walker or Dallin Witteni Zalesniak uh, to save AE and strengthen the back. I'm probably going to advise you to hold on, on Ronnie right now. I do really like picking up Walker. I do really like picking up Teddy. 
but I suppose Mulatalo's just dropped a heap of cash, and I wonder if that's a little bit of a rage trade. Uh, realistically, a lot of years, if you didn't own Mulatalo right now, say he scores 90 on the weekend, say he scores 100 on the weekend and drops a heap of cash again, and suddenly he's sub 500, he's actually a guy that on matchup you'd probably nearly be looking at picking up rather than somebody you'd drop. So much like Alex Johnson, who's been out of form, Ronaldo Mulatalo's out of form. I think that could be a little bit of a rage trade. Realistically, I would be holding him, playing him on matchup at 500K, much like exactly the same as what I said with Alex Johnson. You play him on matchup and, um, yeah, and ride the wave of Ronaldo Mulatalo. They've really just got, they've made some changes. Um, Talakai can be a little bit of a glue hands and he's coming off the bench there. It could be really good for Ronaldo Molotalo, man. I would be looking at holding him. Yeah, I know he's your six, six center winger. Look, I'd be excited to get in Walker. I'd be excited to get in Teddy. Um, it's your call, but yeah, I do just really like that. That fifth and my sixth center wing to be guys that I just plug and play on really good matchups. And last week wasn't a good matchup. If he gets a good matchup, yeah, you'd be looking at getting him. Uh, you'd be looking at playing him. You could really kick yourself. All right, let's go to the Titans and Roosters. Uh, first game on Saturday. Uh, you've got three games on Super Saturday this week, and uh, this is at Seabus Super Stadium at the Gold Coast. Uh, you've got AJ Brimson back. Uh, really disappointed last week that he that he just didn't play. Um, I ended up losing the 56 points from Christian Welch as well by not playing him earlier on in the week uh, due to the fact that I was playing Brimo. I was, I was really liking the matchup there. They actually leaked the most amount of tries to fullbacks. So, um, yeah, was just really disappointed. Jaden Campbell played really well. Honestly, he's probably too good to be coming off the bench. You wonder if one of these other teams uh, might look to snag him soon. But realistically, Brimo's back. Jaden Campbell's back to the bench. Uh, Teddy's back uh, with Cheese still off the bench as well. I suppose the big one is Tino is suspended. And he was a, I know like six or 7,000 people got him in last week. Now that he's suspended for these weeks, the question is do you hold him or do you trade him out? I think if you've got four trades, realistically, you have to keep him. You've got 810K there. He's not leaking any cash while he's not playing. I know it's tough, but you have the depth to cover. The only trade I would consider is Payne Haas in. Uh, You actually make a heap of money on that, which is madness. I know Tino's been really good, but Payne Haas has been elite as well. Yeah, look, the only trade that I would consider, I'm not considering Joey Taps. I'm not considering Tohu Harris. I'm only really considering Haas. If you've got that sort of eight, nine trades, you could go to Haas and then, I suppose, find a way back for Tino uh, after his suspension. Um, I really like that. But if you're like most of us, you're sitting here on five, six, four, even three trades. And, uh, yeah, you just don't have the luxury of trading big Tino out. Uh, Knights versus the Storm at McDonald's uh, Jones Stadium, uh, Saturday at 5.30. Uh, We've got Gago back and no trades for the Storm. Uh, I'm going to touch a bit on Harry Grant and Cameron Munster. I don't actually believe them both to be must-haves. 
I'm looking to burn my trades and burn my money in higher upside positions than than hooker. Harry Grant is the best hooker. Harry Grant is the best hooker in the game. But I'm just going to sit here with Reid Marnie. I'm going to sit here with Reese Robson. I'm going to sit here with, at the end of this week, I'm only going to have four trades left. And hopefully they can just get me through. I'm going to be spending my money in my fullback positions. I'm going to be spending my money in my centers. I'm going to be spending my money in halfbacks. Hey, even second row. But realistically, I'm okay with not having Harry Grant. I actually haven't owned Harry Grant for two years. So there you go. Fun fact. Cameron Munster is another one. Who do you move? I I don't really like going Cody Walker to Cameron Munster because I can see Cody Walker outscoring on a per-game basis uh, Cameron Munster this year. Um, When Latrell was there, when Cody is there, they've got Alex Johnson on that side. They were absolutely humming. I'm excited to see Cody Walker play with Latrell Mitchell and just really going to see where that ends up. If I do need to burn a trade to Cameron Munster, I will. NJB, uh, I believe that's Braino there. Munster for 150. Hey, he could, but he hasn't really showed that high end. We know that he can just flip a switch and play, but we haven't really seen that from him this year, which is why he's in and around that 600, 650K. Yeah, look, I'm okay with fading Munster as well. I do like the run home for... I suppose these guys, but he has 118 break even as well. What's the harm in in waiting a week? I suppose that's chatting about the storm. James Gowing, uh, thanks for popping on, mate. Who to pick in the center spot? Manu, CNK, Garrick, Karaz, or Mulatalo? Hey, mate, if you don't have any of them. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let me have a look. So I actually like Chansey. Um, Again, we had a chat a little bit earlier on about SJ's run home. Guess who plays on the same team? Uh, Nickel Klukstad. I really like the way that he got involved. He's excited. He's playing great beside his mate, SJ. If you've got the money, I would go C and K. Uh, Manu's looking better in the centers. I don't mind fading um, 
fading Garrick at this point if you don't have him. I think he's a definite hold if you have him. And I suppose getting somebody like Karaz at 430k, it just depends what you're going to spend that money on. Um, there's a lot of, there's like 300k between Karaz and CNK. If that 300k can get you a Harry Grant and and a monster, realistically, if you've got the trade sitting there. Um, yeah, I don't mind Karaz or CNK there for me. Mark is going to hold on to Tino. Um, he's going to come back fresh the last few weeks and hopefully everybody trades him and can't get him back. I really like that logic as well. Um, we should have the coverage at this point in the year to cover him, especially if you've got him in second row. Um, Tino to Fanil Blake for Queenslander here, and he's cashed up to get Holmes. Look, yeah, I really like that as well. Hey, mate, if you can find a way to get Haas in there, I see that you're a Broncos su- supporter. Um, wouldn't it be a great treat watching Haas uh, bring it home for you on the way home and still be able to get Holmes? I'd really love that as well. Um, Braino is saying definitely get CNK. Um, he is somebody that doesn't own him either. Um, as somebody that owns CNK, I'm just holding. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's how your money situation uh, goes there. Uh, let's look at the Cowboys and the Eels at Country Bank Stadium. Um, realistically, it's only Regan Campbell Gillard out with Ogden named to start. Uh, Regan Campbell Gillard uh, for kneeing. Somebody uh, got three weeks, um, and realistically, the way that the Eels have been playing, um, yeah, I'd be I'd be back in the Cowboys, and I'm pretty happy to play all my Cowboys this week, um, even being a um, a VC option. Some of these blokes uh, playing the Eels. Uh, Troy Vickers is excited for the Cowboys to be scoring uh, to be winning six in a row. They've looked elite. They're going to be playing top eight footy this year, and um, if I was in that sort of upper echelon. I wouldn't be wanting to play the Cowboys uh, come postseason. The next one, there's a little bit to chat about. Uh, this is the Panthers versus the Bulldogs at Bluebet Stadium, Sunday, 2 o'clock. This should be a real flat track. Um, sun shining, birds tweeting out there in Penrith, and this could be an absolute bloodbath. Uh, we've got Cleary named in his 150th game. We have Luai named in his 100th game. We have... Brian To'o, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, and Stephen Crichton named to come back. Um, the only real notable thing, apart from blokes like Flano, which isn't super, super coach relevant, uh, Kikau's named on the extended bench. So hopefully he can get some games in, uh, score really poorly, and become a uh, week one get for next year. Um, I can't fade Nathan Cleary playing the Bulldogs in his 150th game at Bluebet Stadium on a sunny Sunday afternoon. I just can't do it. There is absolutely no way I can't have Cleary this week. And that's just the way that I feel. I know that there is merit to keeping SJ. I would be holding Nico as well. Um, I elected for Moses instead of SJ. I've been relatively happy with Moses, but last week just really showed me uh, that he's not the guy that I want to finish the year with. I'm going to be getting Nathan Cleary this week. Uh, Brano's asking, would I look at any of the Panthers outside backs? Crichton, Targo, or To'o? Actually, base-wise, I really like Targo and To'o. I wouldn't be looking at Crichton. Um, probably doesn't goal kick anymore. 
Um, but Targo looked electric. He scored like 80 points in the first 15 minutes against the Dolphins, and he could definitely do it again this year. If you've got trades to burn, if you've got money to burn, you could go Targo. Suppose myself, I would rather go Val. Um, but yeah, love getting Targo. Love getting Toto. Um, they're a plug and play every week because realistically, do the Panthers get a bad matchup when they're so good? And the answer is no. They're better than most teams at the moment. And um, yeah, I just love plug and playing any Penrith player every week. Uh, Jamie Page, uh, what do I reckon about nothing Mulatalo and going Sunny Luke to Grant? Realistically, this is one of the situations that I would nuff Mulatalo. I hate the AE of Sonny Luke, um, especially getting 11 this week. Uh, you would have got burnt there if you uh, if you were looping. Um, that is a situation that I would definitely get on board with. Um, so, yeah, go Sonny Luke to Grant, nuff Mulatalo, and, um, yeah, enjoy playing the great Harry Grant on the run home. Look, Sharks versus Sea Eagles at... 4.05 at PointsBet Stadium. Uh, Sharkies have swung the axe. They've put Talakai on the bench, uh, which realistically, owners just can't really play him. If I own Talakai, and I know a lot of people look to get him in round 19, I'd be looking to trade him out. If you've got three or four trades, you're probably a bit burnt. You're probably a little bit stuck. And you're just going to have to wait to see how they play him. But, yeah, I wouldn't play him in my 17 this week if I had Talakai. Uh, Moylan's been axed for Trindle. Hey, Trindle played really good at the start of the year. I've never been a big Trindle fan, uh, but hey, he has the opportunity here to earn his spot beside Nico. And I know that they extended him this year, so they are high on him. He's like a little general out there. Look, Moylan is at real danger of not getting another run for these guys if Trindle goes well. Teague Wilton's out injured, and Wade Graham is rested, which... I think realistically with the pedigree of Wade Graham, they're just letting him bow out, saying that he's rested there. Um, Teague Wilton injured. I'm excited to see Connor Tracy, probably not from a super coach standpoint, but from a uh, from a football standpoint, I'm a big fan of Connor Tracy. I think he's a gun. I think it's madness that he hasn't been getting a run, uh, but they have had that stacked back line. Yeah, really disappointing last week for the Sharks, getting absolutely pumped by the Warriors and leaking, what was it, close to 50 points. Uh, they're looking to make a change. The Sea Eagles aren't a top eight side, so realistically you're pretty happy to play the Sharks against these guys. But the Sea Eagles do have a bit of class about them. Uh, you've got Ruben Garrick at fullback. Uh, you've got Jake Trebojevic playing. I think this will be a really good game, actually. Um Sea Eagles being about 13th and, and Sharks not being able to beat good teams. All right. Do we have any more questions? Mark cannot see Talakai back in the centers. Connor Tracy will keep him out now that he gets the opportunity. I've thought that a few times. Talakai could be a really good back rower. So let's just see how he goes there. Um, if you owned him, maybe you do look at him for a week. I personally would be trading him out if I had more than four trades. Uh, we've got Hoey on. Hey, mate, Hines been the most disappointing Dallium follow-up season. Look, it hasn't really been Nico's fault. He's had to ride the ups and downs of, I suppose, being named for origin, being blamed a little bit for origin, uh, playing in the centres out of position. I personally would have picked him. Um, I know um, Freddie didn't, uh, but we don't really rate Freddie's 
decisions, uh, since as he's dropped Hudson Young there for game three. I know he got the win, but realistically, Hines is one of, if not the best super coach player in the game, and I will be rolling Nico Hines all the way to the bank into round 27. Um, just touching on a couple players, David Fafita. I believe David Fafita to be must-have. I believe the 60 on the weekend was a little bit of an anomaly. He's come back from origin. Didn't get that involved. Coming off, uh, apart from that 16, he's coming off like 600s in a row. I think you dodged a bullet if you don't have him in your team. You dodged the bullet last week. It's time to just roll in, get him into your team, lock and load, and just enjoy all that is David Fafita. Uh, Val, look, realistically, Val at 850K, I feel like you've missed the boat on him. It's probably time to time to fade him. Troy Vickers has a good question. Uh, speaking of origin players, origin number 19, Scotty Drinkwater. Would I sell Scotty Drinkbolter for Latrell Mitchell and enjoy spending the cash elsewhere, Edwards being your other fullback? I'd find it really hard to trade out Scotty Drinkwater. Latrell has a high break even as well. I know Drinkwater after his 80-odd is going to go on and do that again, but Honestly, Scotty Drinkwater is a genuine captain option this weekend. I really like moving to Latrell, but I'd wait a week, see how Latrell looks. Latrell is playing the Broncos this week, and I may be a little bit biased, but they have been the best defense in the comp. Um, the Rabbitohs actually took care of him last time that they played him. Could be a big, big bit of a revenge match. He's going to be a little bit rusty. I would keep Drinkwater this week, and if I wanted to do that, if I'm going to do that trade, it would be the week after. Um, I'm go. I've covered Munster a little bit. Uh, Payne Hass. So he is 670k at the moment, and I see him as the only guy that you can really trade Tino to. Payne Hass has a, a 694k and a break even of 88. He can cover that every week. Realistically, it hasn't been. I know that he says that he's testing the open market. I read what his manager come out with. He wants to win. And he says that that's something more important than than money to him. I think he's just going to try and get somebody like the Knights, like the Titans, like the Bulldogs to offer him a massive contract. And he's going to go back to the Broncos and say, pay me this. Realistically, they might not be able to do it, but they're going to pay him as much money as he had. I'm not reading as much into him testing the open market. I don't read into the fact that he's disgruntled. I think that he'll be really good for the run home. I know it's going to be disappointing if you got Tino in last week, but you're getting 120K and you're getting Payne House. Sounds like a good trade to me. All right, let's look at Cleary. He does have 150 break even, but against the Bulldogs, I'd be very comfortable getting him and playing him. I think he'll cover that break even. Spoiler alert, I'm probably going to captain him this week. Um, because if I'm spending that much money on a matchup like this, I'm going to look to capitalize. I'm hoping that some other people are a little bit scared to get in Cleary this week. I'm definitely not going to be. I've seen a little bit of chat about trading out Nico Hines. Let's just remember Nico Hines is the best super coach player. He's a unicorn when it comes to super coach. I know SJ's run home is, is juicy but I would not trade Nico for SJ. 
situations where I'm saying to keep SJ is when you already own him. I'm not going to burn a trade to go get Cleary if I have SJ at the moment because of just this golden run that's coming up, how good SJ's been. But I definitely wouldn't be trading. If you went early on Cleary, I definitely wouldn't be trading him to SJ. I definitely wouldn't be trading Nico to SJ. Let's have a look at Daddy D. He needs to either trade out Ronaldo Molotalo or Jack DeBallon to enough to be able to afford Cleary. Which one do you suggest? Realistically, I like playing Ronaldo Molotalo on matchup. If you've got two elite front row forwards, so if you've got Tohu, Taps, Haas, I nearly said Tino, not Tino anymore. If you've got two of those blokes and you have Jack DeBallon as your third front row forward, I'm very okay with just just dropping Jack DeBallon. But if it means that, I suppose, a lot of people running your third guy as Christian Welch or somebody like that, I'd probably keep Jack DeBallon and just go Ronaldo Molotalo instead. Uh, Braino's just saying just put the captain on anyone who lines up against Walker Blake. That's a really good one. Um and Queenslander has got Val VC this week. There you go, Mark. Um, that sounds like a great option. Um, he's hoping when Sevo sus- with when Sevo got suspended, the Eels shuffle back line and Val lines up against Walker Blake. Look, that would be elite uh, for Val owners. Um, yeah, look, Val is going to be a great VC or captain option this week, especially against the Eels. Even though they're a good side, they do leak a lot of points. Uh, looking through the questions. Hey, uh, look, it's been a quick show. I've got I've got basketball later on, so that's really good. So keep your questions coming in. I will stay and answer every question that you've got for me today, um, being only 35 minutes in. Uh, but what might answer a few of your questions is when I chat about my trades and when I chat about who I am VCing and captaining this week. I will be going over all my trades in our Discord. I'm going to post our Discord in there. Look, we are going to be running some NFL cash comps. Uh, We're running some FPL cash comps. We're chatting about BBL. We're chatting about the Ashes. We're chatting about AFL Supercoach. And, of course, we're chatting about NRL Supercoach. Brano and I are giving all our updates as we go through the week. And... um, and look, even on the way to work, sometimes we press record and uh, yeah, give give you I suppose our thoughts on on Supercoach at that point in time. We do answer all your questions in the Discord as well, so pop in. Um, there's lots of like-minded people uh, speaking about fantasy sports and sports in general on there. Um, this week, I'm going to trade out every Parramatta Eels player in my team in a knee-jerk reaction. No, look, realistically, Hopgood and Moses are the easiest stepping stones for me to get David Fafida and Nathan Cleary. I was super scared not being able to get Fafida last week. Got a bit lucky with him only getting 60. Uh, but, yeah, I won't do it again this this year. I'm getting Fafida into my team. The plans was always to get were always to get Fafida back round 20. Uh, dodged a little bit of a bullet and... I will not be doing that to myself again. Hopgood comes off a 60, uh, playing 60-odd minutes. It's good. I just don't see Hopgood being that guy that keeps scoring tons like he did at the start of the year. So I'm happy to move on from him. I know that he, I suppose, as the year go went on, he's been the best second-row forward and could be the best cheapie we've ever seen in our lives. 
But it's time to move on. I'm going to anti-pod Hopgood. That leaves me with Fafida. That leaves me with Britton Nikra. That leaves me with Hudson Young. Leaves me with Hamoli Olokawatu and Isaiah Papalihi in the second row. I've only got four trades left, so that is going to be me. Look, this week I might not even play IPAP. That's that's how my depth's looking like there. Um, and I'm going to go Moses to Cleary. Moses reminded me last week that he's not that guy to run through uh, to the rest with that 40 uh, against a team like that too. I think that they were really lucky to win. I didn't think Gutho scored that try. Um, I don't think that they should have won. All right, let's go to the questions again. Will Shaw is setting up for head-to-head finals 23-26. to 26. Currently has 12 trades and three boosts. That is a great position to be in. You can play some really good matchups as you sit there and have a look at the teams you're, you're playing against. Top four locked in. Um, considering nothing, his 19th and 20th and keeping options open. Should he just get keepers like Cleary? Look, you're definitely going to want Cleary this week. Um, it's really hard for you uh, going into head-to-head finals because you want to be a bloke that gets Latrell Mitchell, but you're probably in this unique position that you can run Latrell Mitchell, uh, run Cody Walker, and then you can trade him out for the matchups at the end. And let's look at the round 26 draw, but I am probably going to say that what you could do is get in Munster in round 26 after running Cody Walker through all those games because they have really good matchups. So Storm are playing Titans in your head-to-head matchup. So you could run a bloke like Cody Walker through his juicy games round 23. Let's have a look. Let's let's do a bit of a deep dive for you, man. Let's have a look. We have the Rabbitohs playing the Sharks. Well, Rabbitohs are a top eight team. So expect Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker to go fantastic against the Sharks. We go into round 24. They're playing the Dragons. So they're playing the bottom feeders in the Dragons. Expect Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker to absolutely go on fire. Then you have the Rabbitohs playing the Knights. Look, the Knights are a really good attacking team, but they are not a good defensive team. So I would be loading up. So round 23, I'd be loading up using one of those boosts to get in some of these guys. Hey, you could even have a throw at someone like Keon Kalamatangi. And then when you get to round 26, when you get to your head-to-head matchups, make sure you have a couple spots saved. Just get in Cameron Munster. Go Cody Walker to Cameron Munster. And, heck, you could run Nick Meany might just be a juicy matchup just for that week. Look, I really like the position that you set up and – Following a few of these things, I think you're going to win this this year, man. So congratulations in advance. Paul's in the chat. Big Tino's out for three weeks. Would I hold or maybe sell to David Fafita? Hopefully you're still online because I'm going to ask you to put how many trades you have left. I think Tino to David Fafita is a great trade. I'm electing, I was electing to fade Tino anyway to get David Fafita. Um, so I'm going to say that that's a great trade, especially since it's David Fafita is going to be playing the next three weeks. Um, Am I concerned about trading Hopgood with Regan Campbell-Gillard out for a month? Look, I certainly am. I think Hopgood's going to get some great minutes, but I don't have the trades to go anyone except Britton Nicker and Hopgood. 
straight to David Fafita. I am just shy of going Hudson Young. I'm just shy of going um, Hamoli Olokuatu. And I'm just shy of going Isaiah Papalihi. I can only burn one trade. It's going to be scary watching Hopgood, and it's going to be scary anti-potting Hopgood. But realistically, it's what I've got to do to get David Fafita into my team. And look, David Fafita is going to outscore Hopgood. And just remember, Hopgood doesn't play round 27. So um, David Fafita's buys are all finished. He doesn't have to worry about origin anymore. It's smooth sailing now for Fafita owners. Matthew Kell, thanks for joining. Uh, Absolutely torn on Moses to Johnson. More cash and a great draw or going to Cleary. Pedigree and Bulldogs this week with no future buys. I would be moving Moses on this week. Absolutely. Would I go SJ or Cleary? I'm going to go Cleary. I'm going to back the pedigree. I'm going to back the Bulldogs this week. SJ, look, it could pay off in spades going to SJ. But this week, I'm going to go Cleary. I suppose it depends what position you're in. If you're sitting at 15,000th and you're looking to make a massive move, Johnson is probably the play to try and get yourself into that top 5,000. But sitting at 5,000th, I'm going to go Cleary. Mark would like Maddo to get more minutes, wouldn't we all? Otherwise, he would be in all of our teams as well. And, yeah, we don't know what they're doing with them. Oh, Paul Black has nine trades. I would be selling Tino out to Fafita. You could probably even spend a few trades, just saving a hundred grand here and there on some different blokes. Maybe, maybe on matchups, sit there with five for say the final four or five games. Win your uh, win your head to head legs, and um, and then you can get your Parramatta players out, or you can fade some of your um, some of your Souths players there. I would be getting David Fafita with nine trades left and with a real possibility of getting Tino back in. Think one of your 600K blokes. Try and make sure that you've got a bit bit of bank for when Tino's back to get one of those 600K blokes straight to straight to Tino. Even a 500K bloke, man. Um, just imagine being able to run David Fafita and Tino for the run home. That's going to be fantastic. But you need points now. Get Fafita. All right, J-Dog is nothing the second hooker. He's currently running uh, Grant and Simpkins, looking like Simpkins might have nuffed out already. Yeah, I'm fine with nothing the second hooker. They haven't been an upside position this year, and you do already have the best hooker in Harry Grant there. I really like that. I'd be nothing it. Um, Braino, thanks, mate. Any potting hop good at that ownership if he only averages 60? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, Jamie just pointing out that if you're a head-to-head player, para with the Dragons round 23, he'd sell Moses after that. I'm going to go on a big call and say that Cleary is going to outscore. Cleary is going to score more against the Bulldogs this week than Moses is against the Dragons in round 23. All right, guys. Um, any more questions? Otherwise, it looks like I might be... Uh, having an early night and heading to basketball. Uh, the old, uh, the mother lickers are ready to go. And um, yeah, look, the other team is about to see the best eight points and two assists you've ever seen in your life. Um, 
Thanks for hopping on. You have been listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast, NRL edition on the Insight Podcast Network. Thanks, guys. Bye.